and welcome to the Casita del Sol podcast. We are your hosts, Michelle of Casita Michi, and myself, your girl Carla Corazon of Casita Candles. And we are here, we're going to drop, we're going to spill the frijoles today. <laughs> Always spilling the frijoles. I love it. I love it. I'm ready. We want to talk about Hispanic Heritage Month, aka Latin Heritage Month. Latin Heritage Month. Latino Heritage Month, whatever, whatever you want to call want. it. <laughs> we're here for it. We're here for it. Yeah, we're here in celebration. And um, I think it would be an interesting perspective of like how how is that month for us as small business owners? How are we approached, you know, what we like and what we don't like so much? <laughs> What's, yeah, we can talk yeah. about that. We could, we could. Yeah. Let's, you know here, nothing's off limits. So, yeah. yes. Well, let's, yeah. di- let's dive in because, um, well, first, I think what's always so controversial is how we identify and what do we call this. And I think as brands, it's important to say that, like, while we have our own, obviously, opinions and stances, I don't think people realize when you own a brand slash business, you um, have to take that extra care and layer of thinking of other people and being mindful of that, you know, and it can get very controversial and political, you know, and for me, when I started three years ago, I was heavily using the word Latinx in my business and branding because I am an inclusive brand, right? Um, Regardless of how y'all feel, who gave us that, why people coined it that, there are a lot of Latinos who identify as Latinx if you talk to them. You know, so anytime that I hear these comments is like, no real Latino considers themselves that, I'm like, well, I beg to differ because there's a lot of friends that we even know in our community that use that for branding, marketing, their whole their whole brand and that's what they identify as and I want to respect that right like just as a person not even as a brand I want to respect that so I then I I, then I kind of separated myself not because of any backlash I think it was more of like what was I comfortable with and I'm just comfortable with like I identify as a Latina, but my brand isn't inclusive. It welcomes everybody. And at the end of the day, whatever you want to identify as, I welcome that. So now I'm, I am a little bit more like Hispanic, Latinx, Latine. You know, we've been hearing Latine a lot in the last year. I kind of like how that sounds, to be honest. I, I, I like it. I don't, I don't mind it. Um, I personally, I use the word Hispanic because I just think that it, it, a lot of our allies and supporters, that's what they identify. Um, but I've never identified as Hispanic, you know, I'll be the first to say, I will use that word, but it's not what I identify as. Um, I've just... It's, it's tricky. Just not. It's, 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 it's complicated. And I've just like, like when I tell my kid, I'm raising my kids, you're Latino. Like that's, those are words that for me feel comfortable. You're, you're a brown kid being raised in, in a white world, <laughs> you know, and like you're Latino, you know? And so 
be proud of that. My daughter, you're Latina, you know, be proud of that. And so again, I think that we just need to get to a comfortable place um, where we respect everybody's opinions and decisions to each their own, how you want to identify. It's no different than pronouns um, and respecting people's pronouns. It's no different. I think for me, I've realized, you know what? I am in a bubble. I am in a bubble and that's okay. That's okay. The, but because from the research I've seen, there's just so many more people that are not in that bubble. And um, for me, like, I, I'm not, I'm team no dead kids. And what I mean when I say that, I know what the suicide rate is for trans teenagers. I have a, a trans cousin and like, I'm, I'm team no dead kids. If me saying it this way is going to help somebody, get my voice. No, you know? I, I love that sometimes you have to say it so that for those in the back, they hear it. Yeah. Because I think it's so easy for somebody to say, I'm not going to use that word. That doesn't represent me, but you don't realize that somebody else, it can really represent them and identify them, regardless if an Anglo or whoever gave us that name or decided to coin us that. There is a whole right. generation who identifies by that for very specific reasons, trans being one of them. And those are the things that I personally, my own beliefs, I want to respect that. Regardless, yeah. regardless if we get to an age where it's like, I think sometimes you, as you get older, you get set in your ways, but it doesn't mean that you can't compromise. It doesn't mean that you can't open your mind to other things. And this is a very, this is a very hard subject. I don't know about you. I feel like I see it come up every week. And now, especially with this yeah. month, I see it in posts. I see it in comments. Um, and I think that even as brands and businesses, we don't know how, what to call it, how to call it. Who, what are we going to like? Which feathers are we going to ruffle? <laughs> yeah. And I think we had some good, like, kind of conversations. And, like, my piece was like, you know what? We're just small business owners. Well, how are we gonna like? Yeah, I can't. We, I can't yeah, change the whole world. Like, but and then I also see. I was listening to a podcast, and the the guy was saying that um, the people who use Latinx, they're just they're very very vocal. They're very loud, and they're able to take up space a lot um, in this like digital world a lot more effortlessly than older <laughs> generations. So what they're feeling is like, oh, you, you don't represent everyone, you know? I think that's what the tension is. And it, it's tricky because people feel like the world is leaving them behind, right? The world yeah. is changing really fast. It's a lot of change. And um, I, I feel for everyone, to be honest, because like even for us, as we age, as we come, you know, viejitas, we need to stay tech literate, tech savvy. Like the world is going to keep changing around us. Yeah. And we have to because yeah and i think there's extra pressure on creators you know you being a creator and a small business owner there's that extra pressure um to keep those lines of communication open um and be i don't want to say like be on par with the trends but be in the know um yeah so that that's translating into any content that you're putting out and so that's right. what makes things even harder because as things are evolving, as things are changing, um, so are our brands and we're growing with that, you know, because I think the number one thing for me, at least, and I'm sure you can, um, 
you know, relate is that I would never want anybody to feel excluded in any of my copy, verbiage, um, marketing, or things that I'm putting out there. I wouldn't want them to feel like this is not for them because it's self-care in general is for everybody and anybody. Yeah. Well, you're right. There are challenges. Like when I was recording the guided meditations is I was like doing it. One of them was a body scan and I had my prima listen to it. She's like, "Mm, but like, what if somebody is missing an arm? Wow. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, shit, you know, you're right. I, 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 I'm limited in my ability to include everyone all the time. Yeah. And and you, it's so hard, especially when you're coming from it from an open heart. It's easy to miss things, you know. I've been in um, yoga meditations where, um, you know, the, the person guiding the meditation, not knowing my history, right? She was like, "And I want you to feel like your mother is holding you." When I was deep in a trance, mm, and because I know already, I'm <laughs> like, "That is probably not a good thing." I was like like so terrified you're like that's what we're not gonna do (laughs) how is she gonna know you know like how's she gonna know i know but see that in itself okay not even what if you were adopted what if you were a foster kid i mean i know it's just those are really those hard things and as we come into this month we are navigating certain people that don't understand what this month is for us. How do you I mean, respect? I think nuance, right? I mean, it's like I, nuance on nuance on nuance. I got so many thoughts on this month. And first of all, Carla and I, because I am going to say Carla and I, uh, we celebrate this month 365 days of the year. Unapologetically. And I even, when I'm putting stuff out this month, obviously, because I have to put stuff out this month, we do. I'm constantly saying, if you notice at the end, like, I still, look, this is great. We got a month, but I celebrate this 365 days. So don't y'all be forgetting me after October 15th. Right? It's complicated for me as I've not, like, for me, I think that this month historically has been, like, a lot of external pressure, you know, like, you know, it's, it's all about visibility and, oh my God, who got what and this and that. And like, yes. Oh my God. I feel that yeah. so much. And it just triggered a lot of comparison for me historically. So like this year I'm laying low and I, and I'm producing my own content because that's another thing, right? They want to see our faces, but they don't want to hear our voices. So well, like, they're going to hear our voices. Like like, we're more than just a product you can buy. We have perspectives. We have insight. Yes, we have experiences that are going to inform our perspective in a completely different way, and they're valuable. Yeah, and I think how people approach this month. I mean, the reality is that um, there are companies out there that are going about this properly. Their DEI initiatives are. Yes are genuine and then there's people that are just putting things together last minute to show face and it you, you, again okay because yeah. i remembered who those people were last year they do yeah. it again 
And these are, some of these are big brands and big corporations. Huge. Huge. And you're just seeing that your counterpart did something. So you feel you need to put together something. And y'all don't realize we're sitting back here looking at that. And it's very disrespectful. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to fire shots and or drop names, but these are some big brands that Carla and I, that people have been on our DMs at last minute, putting things together at last minute, asking us to do shit, not even like covering our costs to do stuff. That's not what you're not going to do this month. Wholehearted support. I'm going to show you what it looks like. Okay. During this month, let's talk about, I'll talk about it from a, a brand's perspective. And then you could talk about it from a creator's perspective when people want to support creators this month. So from a brand's perspective, ways to support us are, is if you are doing any speaking panels and you would like to invite us to speak on topics, you're not only going to invite us, you're going to pay us for our time. Okay. That is truly supporting us. You're going, you're going to pay us because we are no different. Like me, I'm also a speaker. So I have a speaking fee period. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so unless there's things that align with my value and I, I see it's like already mutually beneficial relationships, but one way or another, I feel that my time and my expertise has value. So I want to be properly compensated. And then if we're not doing that, purchasing our products to either gift um, through your DEI initiatives, um, you know, is a great way to support us. So buying products to put in gift bags or intentionally gift to your employees or hosting markets where you are hosting us, you're not charging us to be there, and you are encouraging your employees to come out and shop intentionally, these are all really good ways to support us. And and the the last one is what a lot of, like I'm in the Bay Area, Northern, a lot of companies like big brands are doing. I applaud them because I do really well at those. Last year, I did really well because the employees are being asked through newsletters and initiatives to really come out, shop intentionally, shop support. But it's also that extra visibility. It's that extra layer to these these corporate brands and their employees that they may have not known about my brand and a lot of the other people popping up. So um, I would say those are those are good ways. Um, it's when we're getting requests to travel and just pop up with no guarantee of like sales and things like that. And we're not even being compensated or it's like literally getting a request to like, in three days, can you do this? Or asking for donated candles, in my case. Like, that's not supporting me. You think that's giving me visibility because you're supposedly collabing with me and, like, putting your stamp on my candle and you're the one getting free stuff? Like, I'm sorry. I'm not personally going to do that. I'm not doing that. Um, That is not supporting me. Unless it's, again, unless it's, like, a cause that aligns with my values and it's an in-kind donation that I want to do. But this month, I already had some out-of-pocket people. And I've re- I'm sorry. I'm the person that will reply back. I've had people offer to give me PR press spots on TV, on shows, and ask me to pay for it. And I flat out said, this is what you're not going to do during Hispanic Heritage Month. And let me educate you. And I reply back nicely. They left me on Reddit. It's okay. I saw that they read it. So that's, 
that they know where I'm at. I don't feel like I disrespected. My daughter said, I read it to her ahead of time. She's 26. So she's about that generation. And she was like, you are real nice. And I was like, I'm real nice, but I'm going to tell you, this isn't what you're not going to do this month. This is not supporting us. We get one month, y'all. We get one month. This yeah. you, you ain't <laughs> so correct or don't one come month, at all. Come <laughs> so I'd love to know from a creator's perspective, now that you're on that end as well, because I know that this is also a month that's very big for creators to mm. partner with brands, produce content, even drop names on a product or something in their reels or things like that. I'd love to understand from your perspective what you feel as this, you know, you're coming into your creator zone, what you feel would be like good opportunities and opportunities that are kind of like disrespectful. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, if Goya reaches out, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> yes, that. Yeah. And then like in terms of brand partnerships, look like I would love to work creative to creative. Like I think that's the juiciest, right? um in terms of uh collaborations but in terms of our content like support our content it, it's tricky i feel awkward about like so like promoting our content but it's actually really good i feel like i'm selling something i shouldn't have to sell because it's solid <laughs> y'all want to tune in I was like, I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well honestly engage with us listen to our content yeah. listen to our ideas you know, share yours, like be collaborative. That's Engage what with us. Like we're open for that. You know, we, yeah. we hope that every time as we start dropping these episodes, you know, I know our first one dropped today. Um, as we drop this, I hope that our community also knows that they can engage with us. They can drop comments. What was your experience like? If there was a topic that hit home to you, you know, um, yeah. that's what this whole creator experience is about is, is creating something to share with our community. Um, I think what you said about like brand supporting, I'm loving a lot of the collaborations I've been seeing this month for our community. I am like raggedy tiff with Ipsy, um, resource curls, Julissa with fossil. I yeah. am really loving some of these collabs in our community. Um, yeah. You know, Lady B Art there with Starbucks. I look, y'all, I don't even collect the Starbucks cups and I want that whole collection. I've been on a mission to try to find it. Haven't found one yeah. yet. I'm gonna get one, but those cups are gorgeous. And so to me, those are collaborations from brands like Starbucks, Foss One, Ipsy, and I'm looking at it like, y'all smart. You guys hit the nail on the head. Like, like, at least from an outsider's perspective, I'm like, that's the right way to do to to spotlight us this month to create that extra visibility um for creators designers and all of that yeah i would love to learn more about that i mean i'm 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 really interested in learning about the 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 licensing side i know you're like learning more about it right now yes I mean, your girl can't say a whole lot. All I can say is um, big things are coming, you know, for my brand. I am, I've entered officially the licensing space for Casita Miki. Yes, the licensing era. I am comfortable saying that. Um, and I'm already, um, I'm already planning for 
um, Latin Heritage Month next year. So um, my licensing agreement that I recently entered um, with a pretty, you know, big company is with the goal of um, expanding Casita Michi into more retail spots in the next, yeah. you know, 10 to 12 months. And so it's very exciting. It's something I'm still learning. It's something I had to get a lawyer uh, for and yeah. make sure before I signed on the dotted line, it was like they weren't robbing me blind. <laughs> so right. all these things, right? This, this, yeah, and it's, it's funny how I was approached with this opportunity already planning for next year. So I really yeah. do also love the intentionality that there are retail and big brands already planning out their calendar for next year because this specific agreement that I'm going into, while it can hopefully get me into several, it's for a specific retailer that is already doing their legwork a year in advance to launch, to launch several brands during um hispanic heritage month for next year and so i love that i love that for me i love that for anybody else in my community that might get that opportunity um it's it's really exciting yeah it's really cool for me to see both of us we've been sharing notes the whole time right and it's just really interesting to see like okay i can go this way or that way right now the production's back in house so i'm like oh i'm, I'm pouring candles again it's nice i'm like I, I sent her all her stuff, y'all. All my stuff, yeah. I've been pouring again and, and taking it slow this I time. I love that for I you. I wanted like, oh, but I, I, and you were helping me with the production, you know, like, I love you so much for that. And, um, but now I think I'm this like, is good for you. I call Carla. We talk every week, right? And sometimes there's a light bulb that goes off and it just... I want to share it here because I think that what Carla's doing right now could potentially put her in a really unique space as a candle maker and candle brand, which is Carla has completely transferred over to custom curated um, candle collections, right? And so while she's still keeping her own line, it's going to be on a very limited run, but her main focus is what she's always enjoyed doing, which is really creating that custom thing. And it's not to say that myself or other candle makers can't do that, but because I'm so big on like wholesale and larger production, sometimes I don't have the time or the bandwidth to do those really cool custom curated. And you know, um, that's what Carlos focuses on. That's what Casita del Sol in terms of collaboration our focus is on, is doing those really custom curated um, pieces for people, you know, so if you're a brand and you want to gift, you know, eight to 10 really unique candles, like Carla is your person. And, and the fact is that she's going to pour all this like energy and thought and creativity into those eight to 10 candles so that she knocks it out of the park. So I called her like, I think a week or two ago. And I was like, that's what you have to run with. Like your whole verbiage is like, custom curated like words that make people feel like oh my god they're getting this very like exclusive experience because how many times do we get people that are like well I like your candles but can it say this or can you say this absolutely but it's going to be costlier and it's going to be more time because now we're we're diving in deeper to create this like custom scent for you custom experience for you and so I just want to shout you out and plug you for that, that for her, <laughs> yeah, her brand is like really going to this. So like, you know, if you guys have some great custom projects and then, you know, 
we want to shamelessly plug Casita Soul because in addition to being a podcast, um, yes. Carla and I have collaborated together and worked together, um, you know, to bring collaborations to life. And so we realized that we really enjoy that and you're getting two creatives. And so if you are a brand, um, you, you know, looking to bring a collaboration to life in addition to housing our beautiful podcast. Um, yes, that is so beautiful. That still holds. I love that. Don't tell this show, baby. I love that. <laughs> so those are one of our, those are one of, that's a project we worked on together. And, and I love that now under Casita del Sol, um, you know, when it comes to that, because I can do the bigger wholesale production and Carla yeah. can do a lot of the, the curated experience beginning wise, which is what's the candle going to look like? What's the design going to look like? What's it going to smell like? What are the additional components? And then, um, you know, obviously I help with that, but then I can always like carry that through on a bigger production scale. So it's really a match made in heaven. And, um, you know, if any of y'all this year want to support us and as we're having these conversations, like our quarter four is, um, still open. We have a few spots left and Carla and I just, we're already having discussions for next year's with brands about yeah. collaborations and that's really exciting. And, you know, I think it's reminding people now that the podcast is out is that Casita Soul is not just going to be a podcast. It really is your space for like wellness, chisme, and community over competition. And we are finding um, really cool ways of how to bring that to life through activations. That's our next goal. I have a, an event planning background for 18 years, producing amazing events, not to toot my own horn, but yes, that's what I've been doing for 18 years. So our goal is to also bring this connection that what we have and our talents um, in real life through through really curated wellness activations. And we use the word curated a lot because I think that when it comes to Carla and I together, we're not for everyone. And that's okay. <laughs> like that is... If you have good taste, no word for you. Yeah. <laughs> can, we, you like that? can we track... Can we trademark that tagline? If you had <laughs> good taste. We're for you. <laughs> no. But um, you know what I mean. I, I know what you mean. So like for me, I it, when I was in Boston, I was like pretty into the wellness scene there, right? I did my yoga teacher training there. I did, uh, I studied yoga therapy. Like I was in it, right? And um, what what was missing was like, it still felt very, um, foreign like not for me right so when we're talking about curated wellness like we we can acknowledge that the wellness space is a very very white space and sometimes it's just, you know uh, a certain level of curation to feel comfortable so i mean because, I'm, I'm well, because wellness doesn't look the same for everyone i think no. we've always had this very uh like you said eurocentric well i'm using that word because it is when you think of yeah. spas and wellness, they've always yeah. been very Eurocentric, right? Like even the idea of walking into a spa, getting a service yeah. done. And I think that for our community, we are now in that senora era where we love getting facials and massages and going to spas and having a spa day and treating ourselves. And again, wellness looks different to everybody. You know, wellness could be curling up with a blanket and your favorite tecito and just winding, unwinding, 
you know, glass of wine, whatever it is, whatever floats your boat. Okay, be free too, okay? We need it all. <laughs> yeah, and so it looks very different. But for our community, and when I say for our community, women of color specifically, um, I love that I think we're being more intentional about the self-care and the wellness and, and being able to say no so that we can say yes to more of the things that matter and fulfill us. And that in itself is is practicing wellness and self care. Yeah, boundaries is self care. I love it. Self care. I love it. I wanted to go back really quick and and I want to talk about the pressure because I think that this is something that you and I felt last year, the year before, um, the yeah. pressure and how you're personally. Um, kind of navigating this month and being able to let go and just say what is for me is for me without feeling that pressure that you have to be everywhere. Yeah, it's been a huge internal shift from previous years. Because previous years you're like desperately trying to get out there and 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 it was the the root energy um you know, I spent some time thinking about it and it was scarcity, you know? Like if I don't get seen now, I'm never going to get seen. I just let it go. I'm like, I need to believe enough in my own magic and my own mind and my own strategy of what I got going. And sometimes, you know, your life or your, your business strategy, it doesn't coincide with his planet heritage month. You know, that, that I have my own schedule, <laughs> you know, and sometimes it'll line up and sometimes not. And that's okay. Cause the journey is long. I love that. I feel like this month versus last year, last year was very much survival of the fittest for me. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I had to shout from the rooftops. There was all this pressure to be everywhere, to be featured. And then when it didn't happen, I was feeling really deflated and defeated. I was like, why didn't I get these press features? Why didn't I get these shout outs? Why didn't I, what am I not doing right? I, I left last year's Hispanic Heritage Month feeling very inadequate, if I can say, for lack of better yeah, words. And I'm I know like, that's crazy for somebody what? like, for somebody like me. I know that there's people that are going to be like, but you're this and you're a Macy's and, and I left feeling like I was not enough. And then this year I was like, I'm going to put up. I'm going to put a message out there on my LinkedIn two months ago. And what is for me is going to be for me. And that's it. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to tell people how they can support me, what I'm available for, and whatever comes my way, I'm going to be okay with it. And then this year, I could probably say I find I found the balance. I even said no to some things that I originally had said yes to. Um which was really nice. And I was able to actually say no and step away and be okay with it. Like, like a hundred percent be like, I don't need to do that. I don't need to do everything. Um, and I thought I was missing gaps in the calendar of like that day is not filled and this is not filled. Um, but y'all, I just came off of a really amazing like thing, which was putting all these candles into 400 stores. That alone should have been enough for me, okay? Like wow. that there's this that alone is the visibility um that I've been wanting and I got. 
And then, um, you know, I did Macy's Live last week. I was in New York. And that was a really amazing opportunity to share my brand again. So I, yeah. I had to start telling myself, like, if nothing else comes, it's okay. You know, like, it's okay. And so I have a few more things, like, at nothing crazy. Um, I'm popping up at a few more places um, over the next few weeks at really, you know, great corporate companies. And then I'm going to be part of a speaking panel, um, which is so wild. It's it's really random, but it's awesome. It's kind of awesome. Um, so I've been invited by Pokemon International, which has um, a segment called Pokemon, Familia Pokemon. And they're doing um, a panel on Hispanic Heritage Month. They've invited me to speak. Um, they reached out very early. It's been planned properly. Um, your girl's getting her speaker, like speaker fee. I share right. these things because like these opportunities exist. They're out there. There are companies like that that are planning their content calendar ahead of time. They're being intentional. They're reaching out. They're asking. Um, so what I do is I put my stuff out there on LinkedIn. And I'm grateful that the the companies that have reached out asking me have all come back and reached out with respect. They've come correct. They've done it the right way. They're very intentional. Um, so shout out to their DEI teams. And yeah, I'm not looking for any more opportunities. I'm sure I could. Um, you know, I don't even have any crazy press features going on and it's okay. Like it's the yeah. first year where I'm like, what is meant for me is meant for me. And I'm okay. You know, I know that you and I have competitors out there that are killing it they are congrats to them like just on the real like on a genuine congrats to them congrats for all your successes your endeavors your things that are launching and moving in place and i think that's great and it's it's this growth era of saying what's for them is for them what's for us is for us what's for me is for me yeah. and i'm exactly where i need to be and that took a lot of that's that's been a process y'all I, yeah. I'm just going to fully share that's been, that's been a process, at least for me. And like you said, it is letting go. And, and I had to let go this year and say, okay, if my competitors are going to be here, here and here, do I need to be there, there and there? And I'm like, no. Right. And it's okay. Like, that's beautiful to have that ease, you know, like that, that is so valuable. That's everything. It takes a big burden off your shoulder. And yeah. I think regardless of whatever brand, we all have competitors and mm -hmm. we are all watching what each of us are doing because our community, while it's big, it's also small in that aspect. And I share these things because I hope it resonates with somebody. If you are feeling like I felt last year, very inadequate and not enough, you are enough. You are a hundred percent enough. Yeah. It's easy to forget all the things that you're doing. Like today we were talking around that like, girl. I feel like I just gave birth. I did podcast. And I'm like, but I don't have the energy. I'm like, holy shit. I did this. I have two podcasts now. I ha I finally restocked the shop, but I don't have any energy. To and that's okay. It. I'm like, you know what, girl? Like you, you didn't know how to make a podcast a couple of months ago. Now you have two and you restock like it's okay this is this is enough yeah yeah and I'm, I'm making plans and and opening up um channels for myself like i um i took this training with steph wharton the visibility tour challenge and her whole thing is like preparing things people for um speaking opportunities so like 
learning about from her and then watching you go through your process, it's been so valuable and fundamental for me. And but right now, I'm really happy with conversations and podcasts. Um, so invite me on your podcast, y'all. Yes. I would love she to. She loves host, to like, talk, y'all, and she's good at it. <laughs> I just, honestly, I want to be in the pen. Like, I want, panel discussions are so juicy, man. You get insight from so many people quick time. Like, it's it's yeah. like speed knowledge. Dating. Well, it's, it's perspective, you know? Like, I'll be on a panel speaking. Um, and I, I know that it seems repetitive. A lot of what a lot of myself and my competitors and just people in our space have been talking about is breaking barriers. But I think we are continuing this conversation of breaking barriers because it is an ongoing conversation. What does that look like? And it's perspective. The barriers that I'm trying to break versus somebody else could be different. We're all still in the same space. But I know for me, the barriers I'm trying to break um, in my sector, in my industry is to be seen and feel seen, you know, to bring that cultural representation through empowering phrases, cultural storytelling um, at, with purpose and intent, you know. And so those are the barriers I'm trying to break is taking up space, creating our tables, building our tables. Um, that's what I'm passionate about. I love speaking off of that. I think that when you and I speak about things that we are passionate about, it comes off naturally and organic because it's what we feel, you know? And I started noticing that, that I don't want to speak about anything that feels too contrived or is not in alignment with me or my values. And so I've been so fortunate that a lot of what I am invited to speak about is what I'm passionate already about, what my brand is about, what I'm about, you know? And I love that people see that. Um, and I'm just grateful for, for the thought, the consideration. And, and I think for you, um, you know, you, your wellness, your tips have helped me in life. Like, like just seriously, y'all, like I've, I've said this before, like Carla embodies so much of what thriving with ease, you know, and I, I, I take that from our amigas at, at we all grow Carla embodies so much of what thriving with ease looks like and feels like. And I can only hope to have an ounce of, of that, that you share. Well, thank you. I, you know what? It's making sense to me because like, as I'm thinking about, okay, what direction do I want to take my career in? Which business? Um, honestly, what I keep coming back to is like, you know, in life, there's like a, a, a whole a pressure hose, right, of life. And I'm just, I want to control the perfect amount of pressure, the perfect amount of pressure that challenges me and makes me grow, but doesn't overwhelm me. Because I get scared. You know, I get scared. Sometimes huge opportunities show up at me and I'm like, and I'm the first one. And I'm like, take it. Let's do it without even thinking sometimes. And I, I probably should think a little bit more. But, but that's also me and I'm learning the balancing act, right? The fine act of balancing because I want to thrive with ease more often. It's okay to be a chingona. It's okay to hustle hard. It's okay to have all these things, but I also want me time. And I also want to focus on my wellness and my emotional and mental and spiritual health you know? And so when I have people like you in my, in my corner, in my circle, reminding me that like, 
it's okay to like, you know, we have to do it for each other, yeah. right? Like you come from from people or from from a generation that that it's 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 yeah. immoral. My ancestors you know? said to thrive with ease. There you go. Me dieron permiso, so. But yeah, it's it's a new concept, and and it it it's gonna be received with discomfort, you know. But we're we're growing so much, and I really think I've said this to you before in our conversations. But I feel like we're really healing each other. Oh, every every time, and if we can again, the little ounces of healing that Carl and I take away from these conversations, if we can help you heal with us in this journey of life, like that's what we're here for because, um, you know, separate from this podcast, Carl and I just have these conversations sometimes that Mm -hmm. remind us of our worth, our strength, um, it's okay to cry. It's okay to be weak. It's okay to feel these things. There's nothing wrong with us. I mean, y'all, every week something comes up in our lives and it's like, is it us? Is it them? It's like, and being able to have that camaraderie with somebody, um, you know, Carla's friends and I have friends, but because we share something so unique, which is this path of entrepreneurship and the same type, we, we view things you know, from a very similar perspective. And so then being able to share like our generational trauma and our childhood and our upbringing and how that all kind of like seeps into being business owners and creatives is like, it's, it's been really for me, it's been. To me, man, like, like I've, I've told you before, like sharing the notes, I think you honestly saved me a good, like three, four or five years of running hard in the wrong direction. You know, like I, I, it's un- invaluable the the information we've been able to share with each other to help yeah. each other like yeah that's like the mujer mafia man we need more of that yes. like, like all yes. you know i feel like that's a beautiful way to close out today's podcast is like just needing more comadres more amistad more amigahood fostering of that community over competition we're going to say that till y'all are till we're blue in the face and we're gonna say that because we genuinely need more of that for us to thrive and build these empires y'all i'm community made carlos community made i'm not gonna be the i'm not gonna sit here and be like i did this all by myself i'm self-made blah 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 no i'm the first to say that i'm here because not just my hard work, but because my community is cheering for me, supporting for me, rooting for me, shouting me, sharing me, you know, they're doing that for us. We all shares, you guys. So when you share our podcast, like that's like a hug. That's big. Please, please. Like if y'all like this and y'all fucks with us, like leave like, a five star review, send it to your prima. Yeah. We yeah. It. We do this with con mucho, mucho amor. Mucho amor, good energy. Um, and yeah, we just appreciate y'all welcoming into your space. Thank you. So as and usual, where can they find you, Carla? Oh, well, girl, they can find me at the Carla Corazon on Instagram. You can find Casita Candles at Casita underscore candles and Casita del Sol, hey, at Casita del Sol on Instagram.
Love it. Yes, y'all. So go follow, click, like, support. You can find your girl at Casita Michi on every most social media platforms, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Carla and I both run the Casita. By accident, just subscribe to that one too. Yeah. <laughs> Please do. Please do. Yes. Right, continue. Yes. And then Carla and I both manage the Casita del Sol page. So go follow us, share us, like all that stuff. And um, yeah, we will see you next week. And as we say, con mucho amor y energía. Mm -hmm.